Welcome back to Larry Reedy's America, the gun version. And we'll pick up on the uh, semi-automatic pistols where we left off on a couple of uh, episodes ago. I was fortunate enough to have Greg Neese on the last two episodes. So let's get back to Batesville Shooter and Friends and back to the semi-automatics. We're going to start off today with... uh, a Glock 41. Uh, this is a Generation 4 45 ACP. <clears throat> I'll read from the book. I want to start this review by telling everyone that I have no idea why I purchased this pistol. It has no practical or tactical purpose. It was a beautiful sunny day, so I decided to shoot some handguns. I'm going to give a short review of the Glock 41 Gen 4. There are several good things about this pistol, and like all Glocks, it's very reliable. I own several Glocks. I've never hit a misfire or a jammed weapon. It is not a great target gun, but you will hit your target. Now for the negative characteristics of the pistol. The recoil is more severe than any 45 that I've shot. The trigger is okay except for the pain. It tends to shoot left and therefore I do not recommend this pistol. There are too many outstanding ones on the market. I purchased the 41 two years ago and I keep thinking that someday I will like it. Maybe when pigs fly. That review was October the 4th, 2017. Uh, This next review is really a classic. Um, By today's standards, uh, not a a great gun. It's still a good, reliable gun. It is a Browning high power, nine millimeter. And it's one, I'll read from the review. It's one of my favorite pistols, uh, the Browning High Power, and in my opinion, one of the most excellent guns that I own. The name High Power is because it was the first double stack semi-automatic with a high capacity of 13 rounds. The fit and finish is excellent with exceptional accuracy and it fits a medium or small hand like it was custom made. I will write a review on the high power when my back-ordered Crimson Trace grips are released. The review will be with and without the laser grips. I believe the laser grips are an excellent option for home protection and concealed carry. With or without the laser, you still have to practice for a life-threatening situation. Okay, on my update, I fired 500 rounds through the high par, and I like the pistol, but it is antiquated compared to the modern day nine millimeters. The sights and trigger are okay, but not great. I still think this is an excellent pistol with a great history. Review was December 15th, 2016. Uh, I like this because, I mean, it's a part of history. 
and anything that John Browning designed is, is you know, it, it's just kind of special. Uh, but again, 13 rounds in a nine millimeter, uh, you, you know, you, you want this, if you have a collection and you want to shoot this occasionally and appreciate the quality of the build, it's fine. But um, for concealed carry or even home protection with only 13 rounds in a nine millimeter, uh, it's not for me. Uh, you have to excuse if you're getting a little, excuse me, if you're getting a little noise in the background, it's really chilly and the furnace uh, just kicked on again in this Morton building. Okay, next we have the Walther PPK slash S. I'll read from the book. A Walther PPK or PPK ASS is a significant historical pistol. It was designed by Carl Walther in 1929 as a PP, which uh, is police pistol, and manufactured in 1930. Several countries used, used the Walther PPK for law enforcement from 1935 to 1992, but like the German Luger, it was just not as good as the modern pistols. I enjoy shooting this pistol. The PPKS fin and finish are excellent, have low recoil, and are accurate at 25 feet. Uh, this is not a great concealed carry pistol. It's too big for a pistol chambered in 380 to the subcompact market. Uh, this is a James Bond concealed carry for many movies. I was fortunate to buy a limited edition for almost the same price as the regular PPKS. This review was December 18, 2016. The, th this limited edition, it has enlarged wood engraved pistol grips, and it really, really is nice. And again, if, if you're a James Bond fan, and which I am, and if you want something that's fun to shoot, uh, it's a great pistol. And there, uh, in 2016, these were really inexpensive. I have no idea what the price uh, is on a PPK now, but it's, uh, it's worthwhile having. Okay, the next one, It'll be interesting for you. This is a 1940 P08 German Luger. I'm going to give a short review on my German Luger. This past Saturday, I fired my Luger for the first time in the last 40 years. The P08 is an extremely well-made weapon with a lot of history. My brother Ron brought this home from World War II and I hope this will stay in our family forever. The pistol was designed in 1898, and the reason it is named a P08 is the German army adopted it in 1908. 
My only complaint about the Luger is that I'm not a very good shooter with this pistol. I don't like the sights as I am more accurate when I point and shoot instead of aiming. If I practiced, maybe could I adjust to the sights, but I doubt it. Uh, I, I posted this review in 2016, and since then, I have fired 50 rounds every year. I like the engineering of the PO8, but I hate the trigger and the sights. Uh, review, December 9th, 2016. Uh, the way that this pistol was manufactured uh, it, it it's so intricate. The interest it's so intricate that I, I have no idea what it would cost to produce a pistol like this today. But it is des definitely not a target pistol. Uh, point and shoot, it's okay. Uh, but but the the sights are awful. This is something that they. Uh, Carried in World War II, it's, it's for basically close combat. If you were uh, hit a resort to a pistol and you didn't have a rifle at the time. <clears throat> okay, next is the Sig uh, Sauer P238. The Sig P238 is one of the great subcompact concealed carry pistols available at a reasonable price. The accuracy is excellent and the recoil is very manageable. I highly recommend this with a SIG laser sight. I shot targets at 30 feet and forgot to bring an Allen wrench to make adjustments for the distance. I think I had adjusted the laser for 20 feet a couple of years ago. The small pistol has excellent trigger pull and reset. Uh, review was December 6, 2016. Uh, again, the only problem I have with any subcompact is if you were in some kind of crazy situation with these idiots that are out uh, mass shooting and in a crowded place, the, the range isn't very good. And even if you carry an extra magazine, the low capacity, it's, it's just, to me, it's, it's okay if you, it's, if you want to use it as a Kroger pistol or, you know, you're in a small town and you're going someplace and you just want to drop something in your pocket. But if you're in the city and if you go to crowded events or go to a, Costco or a Walmart or something, I I, I wouldn't carry this. I, I carry a subcompact and uh, put it in a uh, in kind of a hide and plain sight holster. Uh, even though you're allowed to open carry, uh, then you're a target for some nutcase who's gonna, if he sees somebody with open carry and he wants to shoot up the place, he'll go after you before you can pull the, pull the pistol out of the holster. Okay, next we got a uh, Smith & Wesson M&P 40 Compact. 
Okay, the Smith & Wesson M&P 40 is an excellent concealed semi-automatic pistol. It is accurate, lightweight, the recoil is manageable. The M&P is available in 9mm, 40 caliber, and 45 ACP. The 40 stopping power is greater than the 9 and less than the 45. I would not buy this or any other compact for home protection. The better choice would be a full-size pistol with less recoil and that is a lot more natural to shoot when practicing. Uh, review November 28, 2016. Uh, this I, I have in the book, it's a compact, but it's more of a subcompact. It's uh, the, the most of my compact pistols are bigger than this. And uh, again, not, not great for a crowded situation and never for home protection, in my opinion. Okay, next. This is a Kimber 1911 Crimson Trace Pro Carry 2. The Kimber is a great concealed or home defense weapon pistol. It's lightweight, it has great fit and finish, and has a superb Crimson Trace lasers grips on it. I practice rapid fire shooting with this 1911. The laser is excellent on a cloudy day and inside a building, but it's useless in the sunlight. I practice the point and shoot method because you may not have time to aim in a defensive situation. Uh, I posted this review in 2016, actually November 26, 2016. This pistol is in my single gun safe on my nightstand with two extra magazines. Uh, I, I like this pistol. Maybe one of my least favorite of the 1911s I have uh, for only one reason. Uh, you just, you have to use premium ammunition with any Kimber that you have. The second is that uh, sometimes I get hit in the forehead like I do with Glocks. Uh, it has erratic uh, ejection. And most semi-automatics, they eject to the right side. Uh, this kind of goes every which way and occasionally one will come back and hit me in the forehead. So, but other than that, I mean, it's a beautiful gun. It's well made, uh, extremely accurate. I like to trigger pull. I like to trigger reset. Um, I, that's my second Kimber that I've owned. I own a little nine millimeter Kimber that I didn't like. Uh, I probably would never buy another one because there's just too many choices in that price range that I think are, are uh, in my opinion, better because uh, they'll recycle any ammunition. Okay, next we have a Smith & Wesson Victory. Okay, I'll read from the book. The Victory is an excellent 22 target pistol. <clears throat> it has take 
easy takedown for cleaning, and the 22 ammo is very cheap. It has outstanding balance and sights. The only drawback is 22 long rifle ammo is dirty and you should clean all 22 pistols and rifles frequently. Uh, the, the, uh, comparing the Victory with a new Ruger Mark IV, uh, it's really close except the Mark IV Ruger is a little bit of quick, quicker takedown. Uh, you have to use a little tool to separate the barrel from the chassis. Okay. Uh, Smith & Wesson and most manufacturers have a lifetime warranty on their firearms. Last year, I sent a 50-year-old 357 Combat Magnum to Smith & Wesson. Factory paid it no charge, and I believe they paid for the shipping. Uh, I posted a review early in this publication with an optic. The Smith & Wesson Victory is a bargain and a joy to shoot. Uh, my review was uh, June 9th, 2019. Now, this is a very unusual pistol, and it's a really fun to shoot, but you have to have a speed loader from this. This is a Kel-Tec PMR30. I'll read from the review. The Kel-Tec PMR30 is a fun pistol to shoot and is also excellent for home protection or concealed carry. Pro comments, it has the same velocity as a 38 Special with a third of the recoil. The magazine holds 30 cartridges excellent sight and it weighs in at 13.6 ounces ounces the 22 magnum ammo is inexpensive and is very accurate cons after 20 rounds it's a pain to load the last 10 rounds i am looking at various speed loaders i want to change my recommendation for home protection uh, Ted Snedeker reminded me one of the bright flash uh, of the bright flash at night from the PMR 30, and that 30 shot magazine would not give you an advantage if you're temporarily blinded. Uh, I posted this review in 2016, November the 17th, and since then I picked up an excellent speed loader available for the PMR. Uh, Neat gun, I, I've never really fired anything that light. I mean, it's just a featherweight. And now we're approaching the nine-minute mark, or the, I'm sorry, the, it's the 19-minute mark. So by the time we close out, we'll be at 20. And again, I, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, let's play the national anthem and it's been fun i hope you enjoy the reviews and uh even if you have my book uh i'm making some comments that i really didn't have the space for the book i i wanted to make more comments on some of these weapons but the problem is 
uh, if you have a book too big, nobody's going to read it, in my opinion. So anyway, thanks again for listening. Uh, God bless you. God bless the United States of America. And I will talk to you on the next podcast.